can they put a website together and technically push the buttons to create a website? Like, absolutely, they can. Is it going to be a strategic website that's going to actually help you to convert more sales? Maybe it will be, and maybe it won't. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 342. And today you're going to discover the factors that will turn that website of yours into an ongoing client converting system. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It is your host, Melanie Benson, possibility igniter and authority amplifier for experts just like you. And today, we're going to talk about some things that you need to be shifting or fixing on your website to help your website better represent what it is you do and how you help people solve their biggest problems. Like this is how we get leads to become clients. One of the key elements that's going to be on your website is your message. You've got to have a magnetic message, that something that is compelling and intriguing and enrolling to a potential client. I mean, think about somebody sees you or meets you somewhere, they end up on your website. You know, does your message resonate with them? Does it feel relevant to where they are? Now you can't be everything to everyone. So really dialing that message in is key. And it's one of the seven major frameworks that you have to have in place if you want a business that's not just profitable, but that's making the impact that you dream of. And I cover all seven of these frameworks in my seven step frameworks that'll add another 125K to your year, to your business this year. And if you head over to amplifywithmelanie.com, you can download that as my gift to you. You'll also get a quick little overview helping you really assess which one of these elements are strong and which ones need you your focus right now to help you improve. So again, head to amplifywithmelanie.com. I'll link that up in the show notes. And let's get your business fired up, super crystal clear and magnetized for ideal clients. Okay, now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, Amplifiers. If you have a website, and I'm sure you do, wouldn't it be nice if your website was attracting dream clients? Well, sadly enough, a lot of websites are just pretty flyers that are not really doing a nice job of really... Um, strategically attracting the right clients. And so I brought an expert today, Megan Gersh. Now let me introduce you to Megan, give you her official background. She is a branding and web design unicorn that has been in the field for over 16 years. And she's worked with some of the most well-known names in the entertainment industry, you know, small companies like Netflix, uh, Spaceland Presents, The Echo, Echoplex, Regent Theaters, Live Nation, She's got a pretty nice roster going here. She also co-hosts Your Sparkly Brand Podcast, a show designed to empower entrepreneurs with the tips, tools, and strategies needed to make their businesses stand out from their competitors. 
Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. We have to rescue some well-meaning experts and entrepreneurs from their non-functioning websites, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you know, we haven't talked a lot about websites and it's such an important pillar of having an online presence is to have a website. And I know you know this, and we're going to unpack this today. A lot of people are creating websites that aren't doing them any favors, especially if they're in the DIY side of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's so important to build a website around your mission and your core values and making sure that your branding is really the foundational piece of your website. Because if you don't have your branding in place, like the website's just going to look like a mess. So mm -hmm. you have to get really clear on what you, what it is that you stand for, get clear on what your core values are as a business, and also getting really clear on who you don't want to work with. So like that is like a really important piece that I see a lot of people miss. Oh, I love that you said that. Okay, we're going to unpack that first, but I just have to say something about that, who it's not for. I was reading someone's website. I was um, looking for a service provider on something, and I stumbled across this woman's information on LinkedIn, you know, went down the rabbit hole, checked out her website, and she was writing this profound, she had this one piece of her website. It's like, if you are this, let's talk, but if you're this, I'm not a fit for you. And I was like, love, love, love that you're spelling it out so clearly. So, so let's, um, let's unpack a little bit more about what it means to build a website. Cause I think we know how to build a business around our mission and core values, but I've actually never heard anybody talk about building a website around your mission and core values. How, how do, what does that look like? How do we do that? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is essentially the face of your business or one of the faces of your business, right? And so when people go to your website, they should automatically be like, yes, this is auto this is absolutely for me. I'm in the right place. This is a person that can help me. Or it should do the opposite of that, where it should explain that, hey, I'm not the right fit for this person. Um, so your website should be essentially like the home for, you know, your products, your services, and essentially how you can help people, you know, building that trust on a deeper, deeper level and also providing an opportunity for them to reach out to you to work with you. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. So how does our core values help us design a website. I just want to dig to slightly deeper into that because it's such an interesting concept. Yeah. Well, let's use an example. Like maybe you have an eco-friendly business and that's something that's very important to you and it feeds into every single piece of your business. Maybe you have a product-based business. You know, you do eco-friendly packaging. You have eco-friendly different methods in your business. If you are somebody that's coming to that website and you don't align with that, that's not somebody that you want to do business with because they're going to kind of clash with you on a core values level. Ultimately, people want to connect with and buy from people that they align with on a deeper level than just, you know, I need you know, this specific product, right? Like you can go to Target and get anything that you want. So when it comes to a specialized service provider or a specialized product provider, it has to go a little bit deeper than that. Hmm. That's such a great example. Thank you. Okay. I have a bazillion questions that are coming up, but I, I, I want to get to this next piece because <laughs> our time tends to fly by so fast. Um, I want to understand 
when we've designed a website around our mission and our core values, and we've really strategically designed it to attract new clients, like, are there a couple of key factors besides what we just talked about that are important to integrate into that um, website presence? Absolutely. So one of the main things that I always go through with clients is what is your main goal with your website? Maybe that is to buy a product. Maybe that is to sign people up for your email list. Whatever that is, we're going to design the whole website around that goal and kind of structuring thing, things first, second, third, et cetera, so that you can achieve that goal. And obviously, aesthetics are a part of that, like guiding you through, you know, this is the first section, this is the second section, and also giving you visual cues as to this is a part of the page where you can click. Um, but ultimately, the page needs to be laid out in a way that is strategic. And if you want to go forth and make those sales and get those leads and ultimately achieve those goals that you set out to uh, kind of, you know, go after with your website. Um, so yeah, that's, that's good. That's helpful. Um, I'm always curious, like what makes a website pop versus like what makes a website you go, oh man, <laughs> like what was this person thinking? I don't really get it. So I'm sure we'll unpack some of those. Well, actually let's talk about like maybe some of the common mistakes you see people making, especially if they're kind of in the DIY side of things, they're doing it themselves. They're you know, getting some kind of template from WordPress or wherever they get their themes. And they're like, okay, I will make my own website to save money. Like, what are they doing wrong? Yeah, absolutely. So especially when it comes to businesses, like you want to make sure that your offer is front and center on your website. This is a huge mistake that I see a lot of businesses make is that you go to the website and there's a giant welcome message at the top of the website where it's like, that really doesn't help me as the consumer. Like it's great and nice to be welcomed, but ultimately I came there to take an action on something that I saw you posting about on social media or some kind of product that I might need to help better my life. So in order to make more sales in your business, in order to get more leads, you need to make sure that that offer is at the very top of your website, front and center, um, and that it has a clear call to action. Like there's no use in telling somebody about an offer unless, you know, if you're leaving out the opportunity to take action on that offer. The other thing that I would say that a lot of businesses trip up on is not showing the face behind the brand. Again, like people can go to Target or Walmart or wherever to buy lots of different things, but when you show the face behind your brand, it helps to humanize your brand and it also helps to uh, you know, you know, we see these all these people on social media, we become almost like connected with them through video, um, just like we're having like a FaceTime call or something like that. Like people get to know other people. And it, the same thing is true when it comes to your website, like having your face on the website, you know, you know, on your homepage, on your about page and showing that there are actual human beings behind the brand helps to build that trust. And so it's so important to get that integrated throughout the site. Nice. Those are great tips. And I get it. I've had some real time experiences with this recently where I was vetting speakers or potential guests or, um, you know, somebody was asking me if I would be a collaboration partner of some kind. And I, I would go look at their website and I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Like, why would you not tell me who you are? <laughs> even like on the personal side, like people who have services that I would be interested in. I love that you're telling people you got to make sure that you've brought that human 
connection through because I I'm only connecting with you, the human, not, not the brand itself. So great tips there. Yeah. Um, I want to go into something that might be a little controversial and that is what are some of the mistakes that you see people making when they hire someone to design a pretty website for them? You know, this is an interesting topic. And I actually recently finished up talking with someone where uh, they hired someone to do their website and, you know, kind of manage it. And that that company was actually like holding things kind of hostage from them. Like they wouldn't let the client go in and edit anything. Um, they couldn't, the client couldn't do anything on their own, like with their own website. And so that was like, if that's going on, that's definitely like kind of a red flag. Um, the other thing that's kind of coming to mind is that, you know, obviously there's a lot of lower price service providers on like sites like Fiverr and Upwork and stuff like that, where, can they put a website together and technically push the buttons to create a website? Like, absolutely, they can. Is it going to be a strategic website that's going to actually help you to convert more sales? Maybe it will be and maybe it won't be. It's just kind of the luck of the draw and it depends on what their background is. So those are the two things that are kind of coming to mind with that. Yeah, I'll just jump in and add to that because I've had to do some um, emotional recovery with clients who come to me and say, oh my God, I just lost all this money on this website and we've had to strategically figure out, okay, what are you going to do now? Um, and I think part of it is you're not really clear what you want your website to do. And so you've hired somebody to make it pretty, but it's not functional. Yeah, And, and so it's not going to do the marketing to attract that dream client. They don't like a lot of times I've seen people, they don't even have a place to like um, take a step with you. Like there's no lead magnet opt-in. There's no clear call to action. And so I think it's really important when you're hiring somebody and you're going to outsource this, which I'm a firm believer. I'm a huge fan of getting experts to do the things like this that that we don't need to be in the rabbit hole doing on our, on our own. But you need to make sure you're hiring somebody who understands how to make a nice functioning strategic website that will not just attract, but also enroll clients on your behalf, because otherwise you have a very expensive uh, flyer that's just pretty and it's not doing anything for you. Yeah, completely agree. So what are some steps that we need to take right now to transform the website we have so that it's getting better results for you? For our, Let's just say for our listener. Absolutely. So consistency is the name of the game when it comes to website design. So making sure that you don't have five different color reds on your page, that you're not just color picking from a swatch picker like some of the website builders have. You need an exact hex code to plug into every single part that uses that specific color red. Um, it also means having a, a good, healthy amount of call to actions on your website. So making sure that you have them throughout your homepage. I also recommend having them at the bottom of most of your pages that aren't your contact page. So like, you know, at the bottom of your work page, the bottom of your services page, you have a call to action there at the bottom. Um, also making sure that you have testimonials and reviews. So this is something that helps to build trust with the people that are coming to your website. You know, it shows that you've worked with clients before and that you can get results, um, you know, kind of going hand in hand with that. Like if you have specific case studies or different work that you can show, these are, again, different pieces that you can show to these ideal clients, to these people that are perusing your website, that you know what you're doing and that you can provide those results. 
So would that be like case studies and testimonials? Is that what you mean? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. if you're, you know, if you have visuals too, like, you know, I do website design. So if you go to my website, you'll see examples of my past website designs that I've created for clients. So if you have a visual medium, even better. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. And again, this is one of the things where if you're maybe not at a point where you have those case studies and testimonials, like you're going to want to get creative because you need, I think it adds a lot of value to have a way to showcase things that you've already accomplished. Absolutely. Okay. So I got a funny question for you. And because you're you're a strategic web designer, I'm very curious to hear what you say to this. How important is the colors you pick and the fonts you pick in designing an attractive website for your dream clients? Uh, it's, it's extremely important. It, I would say it's of paramount importance just because, I mean, this goes back to creating a strategic brand as well. Um, you know, the fonts that you choose, the colors that you choose, like some fonts are going to attract certain types of people and other fonts are going to attract attract other types of people. And so it's really important that, again, you're creating a strategic brand and picking colors and um, that will attract those specific types of people that you want to bring into your business. You know, there's a lot of things that go into this color psychology, you know, the roundness of different images or different font. Um, typefaces and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things that go into it, but yeah, it's of paramount importance. Yeah. And I, 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 I will just bottom line it and say, I think you're either creating something that feels enticing to your dream clients, or you're, you're creating something that's kind of repelling them. And like, this is the stuff we don't know. Like, these are the little pieces that you're obviously an expert in this, but the everyday entrepreneur, this is not our jam, right? This is not our superpower. And so having somebody who can help us extract, like, what are the elements that that's like, they give these subconscious buying cues to our ideal clients because we're creating like a visual experience that makes them go, oh, I feel like I'm home. Like, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be, Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So I know we're getting some of our amplified community really um, like thinking to themselves like, oh my gosh, what kind of website do I have? Do I need to fix my website? So do you have some kind of resource or a place where we could send our audience today to learn more about how you help people build these really strategic websites? Absolutely. So I have a free website checklist that you can download. You can grab it at megangersh.com slash resources. And that is spelled M-E-G-A-N-G-E-R-S-C-H. Perfect. Thank you so much. And we'll link that up for you all in the show notes. Um, whether you have like a really expensive, gorgeous website, or you have one that you did yourself, I think it'd be worth going through the checklist and just evaluate where you're at. I find that most of the time, there are a few things we can learn from the experts that'll optimize our brand presence online that'll give us that little extra um, like momentum that we're looking for. Okay, Absolutely. Megan. So this is the time in our conversation that I like to have some fun and get to know you a little bit differently. Uh, you know, like I, you've been doing this a while, right? Like you've, you've been designing websites and online presence for all kinds of businesses. What would you say is the boldest thing you've done up to now that has amplified the success of your business? So a little over 10 years ago, I made the decision to 
completely uproot my life and move across the country. And when I look back on it now, it's really like a move that I made in my personal journey where I just decided to bet on myself. Like I decided to go all in. And I think that that really helped to kickstart that momentum. And I didn't even have my business at that time. Like I'd always freelanced on and off my entire career, but like it really instilled in me that betting on myself was something where I could get a good result out of it. I could get good um, out of just taking that chance. Um, and by the way, I moved from Virginia to Los Angeles. And so it's literally as far as you could go, um, you know, without, you know, going to Hawaii. But um, but yeah, just I think like just betting on myself just really start, kickstarted this great momentum. Hmm. Well, you know, when you bet on yourself like that, there's some energy that gets created where you're like, okay, now I got to follow through with action. I got to be willing mm -hmm. to do the things that make this a successful decision, right? <laughs> so my guess is it also acted a bit like a catalyst for you. Absolutely, it did. I love that. That's such a great example. And I didn't realize you were almost my neighbor here in LA. So how fun is that? Yeah, that's awesome. What is one thing you wish you would have done sooner because now you know how much it positively impacted results in your business. Without a shadow of a doubt, taking social media seriously. Um, it took me a long time. It's funny because like I've always been in marketing, like I've always been in marketing. And so I've always been around it. But when it came to starting my own business and kind of getting my own thing going, it just felt so overwhelming to have to start from zero. Um, and so when I did that, it just like kind of, you know, plugged things in here and there. But when I really started to take social media seriously, things really shifted in my business. I started to get the visibility that I was looking for. I started attracting my dream clients. I started getting on video and sharing my story. And that is just so powerful when it comes to connecting with other people. And like, I've now had clients like all across the United States and even international as well. So it's, it's really been a game changer for my business. I love that you shared social media. I don't think anybody's shared that yet because I always have been kind of going back and taking a poll, like what are some common ground of things that people wish they would have done sooner? And like, I just want to unpack this slightly more because it's such a great example. What specific, like, is there one specific thing you did on social that really moved the needle, you know, or maybe it was just being there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, for me, it was definitely getting on TikTok um, ah, and, okay. and creating video content. I had this mentor when I had first kind of jumped off into the entrepreneurship world on my own. And he had just started doing these very consistent like Facebook live sessions. And I like really got a lot of inspiration from that. And I was like, I think I want to do this video thing. I want to try it. Like I know that it can build that trust all the much faster than just putting up like a graphic post. And so I started trying it and, you know, I was terrible at first as you are at a lot of, you know, new things that you try and, um, but I just kept trying and I kept trying and then I got on TikTok and, you know, a few months later I had my first viral video and it's just been crazy ever since. I love it. I, I was wondering, cause short video is really powerful <laughs> and you know, a lot of people are not on TikTok yet cause they're like, Oh, one more thing, but I'm finding TikTok to be really an amplifier. So I love that you shared that. Thank you. Yeah. 
All right. Well, this has been really intriguing and I'm left with really this deep desire to go look at like, okay, so what kind of experience are we creating on my website? And so now I'm inspired to go really evaluate where we're at and what we're doing and seeing are we aligned with our our mission and our core values and our website? And I hope you are too. Make sure you go grab Megan's checklist. We'll link that up on the show notes for you. And here's to having a web presence that's attracting all of the dream clients you want and more. Thank you for being here today, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 